You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 13th of September. Stock markets broke their losing streak with impressive rallies across the board globally. Despite more tough talk by central bankers and the absence of recovery in bond markets, European stock markets recovered all their losses caused by last week's total suspension of natural gas supplies from Russia to Europe and, counterintuitively, European natural gas prices actually declined by nearly 50% since then. American petrol prices, meanwhile, fell to their lowest levels of the past six months. The week started with more worries about economic growth, with unexpectedly weak export data from China reflecting a slump in demand elsewhere in the world, and with lacklustre Chinese imports reflecting a lack of demand within China itself. China's economic woes have contributed to a significant recent weakening of the renminbi, forcing the People's Bank of China to mount one of its strongest interventions in currency markets of the last few years. Markets are now only a month away from the 20th Party Congress, which will have huge implications not only for the People's Republic of China, but for the rest of the world. Optimists hope for a weakening of the government's COVID-0 policies, which are hampering the government's own efforts to revive economic growth. The European Central Bank opted to raise rates by three quarters of a percentage point, whereas markets had offered an even chance of a half a percentage point rise. In doing this, the ECB emulated the US Federal Reserve's singular focus on inflation, even to the extent of front-loading the pain to the economy. Inflation risks trump risks to growth. The ECB raised its inflation forecast significantly and lowered its economic growth forecast, pointing out that, quote, recent data point to a substantial slowdown in euro-area economic growth, with the economy expected to stagnate later in the year and in the first quarter of 2023. Investors can't say they weren't warned, and indeed, data shows that professional fund managers withdrew $3 billion from European equity allocations during the week, taking outflows over the past six months to $83 billion. Just for good measure, there was the usual round of public pronouncements by central bankers last week, expressing their commitment to faster rate rises. Nevertheless, stock markets rallied. Moreover, perhaps more importantly, the US dollar fell. The dollar's safe haven status has never been more in evidence than over the past year, and its sudden 2% weakening last week was a cause of celebration for market bulls, and indeed anyone who pays their bills in dollars. Publication today of American inflation data for August will help confirm whether currency markets were right. While fuel prices are currently the biggest driver of inflation, the strong dollar should ultimately be the cause of its own demise, as it reduces the cost of imported goods into America and with it inflation. 
opinions differ on whether Ukrainian advances into Russian-held territory will help or hinder markets. On one hand, their unexpected success has broken the stalemate that the war had settled into and will force Russia to change strategy. This could hasten the end of the war. On the other hand, Putin now faces a more serious threat to his leadership and could choose to bolster Russia's involvement in order to save himself. That's it for the market news section. Now we move on to the stock focus section. Analysts following Apple, the world's largest company by market value, were underwhelmed by the launch of the iPhone 14, describing its new features as incremental rather than groundbreaking. Notably, Apple surprised analysts by not raising prices, despite the undoubted power of its brand, and even unveiled a range of promotions via its partners in the telecommunications industry. The US Justice Department's antitrust lawsuit against Google is expected to formally commence next year, but in a preliminary hearing, antitrust officials alleged that Google makes billions of dollars a year in illegal payments to mobile phone manufacturers to incentivize them to maintain Google as their default search engine. For its part, Google argued that its competition does not just include other search engines, but any social media platform where users can search for information. Software maker Oracle Corporation released results that bode well for the software sector when third quarter earnings season swings into gear next month. Oracle grew its quarterly revenues by 18%, company's cloud infrastructure business, which allows customers to store and use information held on Oracle servers, saw revenues grow by 45% and now represents nearly a third of the entire business. The price of oil fell to its lowest level in six months, despite the ongoing war in Ukraine and an output cut announced by OPEC. Commentators pointed to concern over China's economy, the potential negative impact on demand in the developed world from interest rate rises, and finally, the strength of the dollar as being the likely drivers. And now we'll take a look at the economic highlights from last week on what to look out for this week. UK GDP rose by 0.2% in July, slightly below expectations. Outputting consumer-facing sectors continued to recover, but this support to GDP growth was largely offset by falls in construction and professional services output. Construction output was down 0.4% as higher prices for materials continued to choke off demand. The ECB solidified its inflation-fighting credentials with its three-quarters of a percentage point rate rise, and pundits are already betting that there will be another three-quarters of a percentage point next month as the bank upped the hawkishness of its rhetoric. The ECB is behind the curve on inflation and is willing to depress economic activity to reach its target. Today's US inflation report is expected to show that US inflation fell from 8.5% to 8.1% in August, Falling fuel and vehicle prices are offset by another hefty increase in rents. 
After their extraordinary run-up over the last two years, vehicle prices are likely to be one of the biggest deflationary pressures across the rest of the year. Later in the week, US retail sales and consumer confidence data could reflect the positive impact of falling fuel prices. UK inflation is expected to have maintained its momentum in August, with prices rising by 10.1% from the previous year. A drop in petrol price inflation is likely to have been offset by a rise in food prices. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction, and if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.